0: Kate's Industry Spotlight. Join me where I put the industry's top movers and shakers under the spotlight and ask the questions you always wanted to ask. Simon is from Vouch. If you don't know Simon, um, and uh, obviously here to talk to us about the future of tenant referencing, but before we go into the future, I would very much like to know about the last few months for you, mm-hmm. um, yeah. which is what we've been talking to most people about who've come on, um, because obviously we are a business, as you are a business, and our agents have been dealing with the the, the public, but business was very interesting to know how that has been affected which I'm sure it has been and what you guys have been doing for your members and clients yeah. and how have you changed
1: okay yeah so uh, crazy crazy few months really yeah. uh, for everybody though of course there's not been a sector in the world I don't think that hasn't been kind of touched by what's been going on so it's certainly been a strange one um, initially it was probably all about panic uh, because of mainly probably uncertainty you know no one knew what was going on Everyone's got a business to run. Everyone's got a certain amount of cash in the bank. They've got bills to pay. If you knew a time frame, it would have probably been a lot easier because you can work things out, but we literally do nothing. So, um, can you I mean, remember
0: what it felt like that day, Simon, when it was kind of like, uh, right, we're all going to stay in and businesses are going to shut and everything. It seems like a like a decade ago, doesn't it now? But, so- I,
1: I actually can't believe it's nearly the end of June. You know, like We've lost most of the year, but it was kind of building up for a while, wasn't it? And you could see it coming and you could see it happening around Europe. So it wasn't a shock. It was coming. And we'd, we'd already had a sat down, a sit down with the staff to say, look, this is probably on the horizon. This is how we'll handle it if, and when it gets to that point. And then obviously the announcement came and then we just made a decision that everyone just kind of needs to go home and then we'll get set up as quickly as possible and, and get to home working, which was actually fine because everything we do is cloud-based. Everyone's got laptops. Everyone can literally pick up. Telephone systems are all live. So, not difficult task at all. What's more difficult is people having space and the right environment to actually be able to do some work at home. But so we're quite lucky on that side. So everyone just got on with it, got home, we had, and then just got set up, and then we just carried on working. Did as you follow ask.
0: many people, Simon, or we? You...
1: Um, we didn't do anything straight away because obviously we didn't know what was going to happen. Um, and we spent what, what we wanted to do was make sure that we could keep talking to as many of our customers as possible. Obviously, mm-hmm. so they understand what we're doing, we can understand what they're doing. And we didn't want to just kind of make any immediate reactions to it. Um, Once we saw the volume like fall off a cliff during April, obviously, because the market Mm -hmm. stopped. So in terms of the volume of referencing going through just absolutely dropped, then we realized, well, look, we're going to have to furlough a few people. Um, But the the furlough system, as great as it was, and has obviously kept the the, the country and the uh, economy going definitely, it didn't really work ideally for us, because what we didn't want to do, we we didn't want to lose certain people and keep other people working. We would like an environment where actually maybe we could have reduced everyone to half hours and then the government would have helped top that up or something. But obviously it wasn't available. So we used it on like a three-week rolling cycle. So we okay. take we'd work in like little teams. We'd take half a team and we'd put them on furlough for three weeks. And then after three weeks, because that was the minimum time you're allowed to do it for. Yeah, yeah. Them over, we'd bring the other guys back in. So we didn't want anybody to feel like they're just out of business and just not included anything at all. So we worked we worked through it that way. And then we just relied on communication, so video calls. Meeting so every day we'd have a start meeting at nine o'clock in the morning probably in little departments within the the building and then we'd have a lunchtime catch up and we'd have an end of day catch up which actually just turned into everyone taking mickey out of each other and just asking what they have had for lunch so just stuff that normally happens in the office anyway but yeah it certainly helps with a little bit of sanity um when you're sat there working from home all day because you need things to break your day up
0: And tell me about your clients, so the agents, because obviously you said you saw a a significant drop in business as obviously the market ground to a a staggering halt when you could do absolutely nothing. Um, So tell me a little bit about what your clients were talking about, um, what their fears were, and and then what you started to be able to do and overcome for them, I mean, you know, price-wise, money-wise, but also, you know, product-wise.
1: Yeah, of course. So we went from processing... Normally before before COVID we'll call it we were doing about twenty thousand a bit more applications per month, that dropped to five thousand during during April, so huge huge drop. But obviously no one's moving, you know, apart from the few renewals of people sat there they're not moving. So, and like I said, we spent that first month just talking to our customers and trying to understand what they wanted and what they needed. Now, we. A lot of people initially panicked and we work on like a rolling subscription, we don't have any contract, but people kind of pay on a monthly basis in return to get a certain amount of credits, whatever fits their kind of business. So a lot of people obviously don't want to pay that cost, fully understand it. So we just basically put a few videos out there, we wrote some emails and then we called people and said, look, how do you want to work it? You know, let's just come to an arrangement because, um, so we, some people, we reduce the amount they're paying, some people, we just would roll over their credits so they could use them because they know they're going to get busy out the other side. Some people, we just paused payments altogether. So we just gave agents a choice of however they wanted to do it. Absolutely fine. Let's do it. And all we kind of said to people was, look, if you can carry on supporting us, that'll be brilliant, because that means we can carry on supporting our suppliers, et cetera. And the way we were looking at it is if everyone can keep doing a bit, then everyone will survive. If everyone stops and just cuts the line dead, then everyone's going to struggle and then not be there at the end. But we were adamant that we obviously want to work with these people through the other side. So let's do everything we can to try and make sure that everyone can afford to keep going and, and Get service that they
0: want. so. It's interesting in the uh, obviously the referencing business because um, people that we've been talking to, um, you know, in this series, um, it's not been as bad as we thought it would be. Obviously, the arrears rates for agents on lettings and things like that, it's, it's we all, and quite rightly so panicked and catastrophized at the beginning, but it's not been that bad. However, you're right at the, pretty much at the massive, the businesses at the front end of a deal. Yeah. So for you guys, I should think it's probably hit you slightly harder than it would be um, a software company that's continuously used or for example, because you're front end business really, aren't you?
1: Yeah, no, hundred percent. So apart from um, renewals, which obviously people are saying in the property that that's fine, but that's, that's not huge volume. Um, a lot of our clients though, just started to be intelligent about it. So our own, I've got a letting agency as well. Um, and what we did was we, we thought was before lockdown came in, we saw it come in, we made sure every empty property we've gone in there, had a full video viewing done, have that available, full walkthroughs. Um, the application process is all done online. contracts is done by e-signatures, et cetera. Um, and where we're based in Sheffield, we've actually got a couple of huge hospitals, um, and some big kind of research centers as well. So what we actually ended up doing, a lot of other agents did as well, is we were still moving people where it was safe to do so because we were moving key workers, moving mm-hmm. hospital members of staff and, and that really, really kept going. Um, a few of our clients, they, they did some great things. So um, as an agency for the leads, they, they, got, they asked all their tenants to go around and take videos for them. You know, and the response they got was absolutely fantastic. So the guys mm-hmm. who were living there are, are pitching properties for them online, producing great videos, um, one of the Chef Let's Tellers did one and it was the best edited video I'd ever seen. It had British <laughs> arts, it had background music, he'd done a oh, wow. cool thing about the local area and the great attractions and stuff, so better than kind of anything we've ever done, really. I guess so,
0: people have got free time in lockdown. And- we had a lot of time, yeah, yeah. I've seen some disastrous videos, though, from tenants who have clearly, obviously, don't really care and have videoed some very curious things. So you were lucky there.
1: I've seen some great ones where they're spending a lot of time and attention and doing the <laughs> talking, but they haven't tied it up. You know, so you just put yeah. <laughs> it under the bed while I take a video, but... So yeah, I think agents have found ways to work um, where they can do and keep going where they can. And then they've they talked to their tenants, so it's probably been a good opportunity to them interact with those guys as well. So it was all right, but volume was massively low. So mm. what we were spending time talking to our kind of customers about is part of the other services within vouch. So there's a whole kind of income generation thing in there. So what it was really was a, a good time to go back to tenants, to landlords, and just offer them, you know, other services, things like insurances media so sky and virgin went through the roof because people were sat at home <laughs> they didn't have anything to watch uh, to the point where sky couldn't actually they to stop installs so there it was that busy there had to stop it so wow. we were saying to customers that keep using the platform but use it to generate some money use it to do those little jobs that you might not otherwise do because you're just too busy you know head down getting through your daily work so we were trying to get into to, to, to work additional revenue platform. streams yeah, yeah and then you- the guys them, yeah.
0: You touched on insurance there, um, Simon. Is that rental guarantee insurances that you deal with, or is that other insurances you're it's All types,
1: yeah. So tenants' insurance, landlords' buildings' and contents insurance, but. Definitely, rain guarantee insurers, and that became an absolutely massive topic. And
0: did you continue? Because I know that some of the other suppliers had, at some point, they stopped. They stopped taking on new applications um, because, obviously, this has never been built into a, a yeah. policy or anything before. It wasn't really thought of. So, how did you guys uh, work that?
1: So yeah, we, it, that, that, that world and that market has changed massively yeah. uh, and obviously, obviously for obvious reasons. So we kept our two existing products online for as long as humanly possible. But what we actually found there is that because there was only, I think there was only two property suppliers in the market at the time, we were one of them and someone else. The volumes going through were astronomical. That terrifies insurance underwriters so yeah. <laughs> because that's that below it. So we went okay. offline with a policy for probably about three weeks in total. Um, we could have bought something back online quicker, but it wasn't very good and we didn't want to do it. So what, what things that decided to become available were actually full of caveats, full of clauses, not paying here, not paying there, really complicated to get, astronomically expensive. So we were working with our insurers really, really hard for that whole period to go, actually, let's get a product online, but let's make sure it's the right one. We want it on the same terms as last time, clean, simple. Really easy to understand because there's nothing worse than paying for insurance and then finding out it's not going to pay out so yeah we didn't have a policy available for three weeks and um, we're back online now our policy's there it's more expensive than it was um literally nothing we can do about that the underwriting cost has gone up um i think they're paying out five times the amount of claims they're paying before you know so mm-hmm. even though insurers, our insurers are really good um and they understand that people have paid for insurance and they are prepared to pay out so they do pay out on all genuine claims but obviously they have to look to recoup that over a time period and that's why the cost price has gone up um and it will, i don't know how long it's going to stay out for because no one knows what's going to happen we don't know what we're looking at down the line but as soon as it can come down it will come back down again in, in line with everything else but so so yeah, just a bit of
0: advice on this because we we sort of, I think we spoke a couple of weeks ago or maybe beginning of last week um, in our groups about the possible repercussions of the furlough ending, obviously October, meaning and predicted obviously huge amounts of redundancy and job losses, mm. um, meaning that probably the arrears that we were fearing would have happened sort of April, May time will probably end up catching up with us then. Um, in terms of rental guarantee insurance, there's a huge opportunity now for agents to obviously get their landlords and everything on on that insurance now to give them that three month window for then if the worst should happen and touch wood it doesn't, but. Yeah. Um, so sort of, have you guys been pushing that or speaking to your clients about that? What's, what's your um, thoughts on the, the crash coming?
1: Yeah, we, we don't have to push it because people ring all day and <laughs> talk about it, you know, so it, it's kind of the hot topic. Um, <laughs> No one knows if there's going to be another crash and that's kind of a bit of the reason we were offline for a while and that's a bit of the, reason the prices have gone up. So what the underwriters have gone away and done is they've factored all that into it and they look at it over a long-term plan. So they don't, what, they don't, what we don't want to do and they don't want to do is react every month to a different price, this, that and the other changing. So they've taken a long-term view on it and all those things are built into the policy as it stands at the moment. So... Hopefully there's going to be no mass redundancies, you know, opening the hospitality sector is absolutely huge and it's got to happen. It's got to be done sensibly, but it has to happen because all those people cannot uh, lose their jobs because that's got a much, much bigger long term consequence down the line. And Mm -hmm. and the same everything else, I think the strategy to open up and roll things out slowly and sensibly is definitely the right one. Um, But I'm pretty positive about it, especially in our industry, because there's going to be there's, there's a massive spike happening already in terms of move ins. Uh, lettings and sales, you know, people who were going to move this year are still going to move this year. They're just going to do it in a short time frame. So it's not like we've lost anything. We've just deferred it. And that's always going to move across. So we're going to need resource. We're going to need manpower to pick all those things up. And that's going to happen everywhere. You know, um, pubs, bars, restaurants, everything. People have got more money in their pocket because they've not been able to spend it. They've been locked up. They're going to want to go out. They're going to want to enjoy themselves. So across every industry, the, the, the money is still going to flow. The economy is going to move again. So, yes, we're going to we're going to hit a bit of a. Um, Bit of a recession but it's going to bounce pretty quickly I think it's, going to bounce out. it's not, not, not like a long-term one like we saw before it's going to be a quick sharp exit out of this one and then things will carry on.
0: So talk to me about referencing in the sort of the new world because obviously the criteria um, for perhaps some people who've been on furlough or have different jobs or different hours dropping income talk to me about how that is that changed somewhat now heading out of corona as
1: it were? Um, no, the referencing criteria hasn't really changed. It's we still need to check someone's suitability at that point in time to, to, to rent a property, um, a lot of that comes around identity around sort of credit history, um, which aren't going to change and haven't changed, um, things like affordability might change, but affordability is built on a ratio normally. Um, so our standard will work off 2.5 times annual rent, for example, but we can work with agents to be flexible so different parts of the country actually probably need different affordability ratios because it just doesn't fit. So those ratios will still set, stay in place and the insurance that sits behind them, if you want to take them out, there's still rules in place. Um, if people have been furloughed, they've been furloughed. It's That's a short-term change. It's not a, a long-term change to a contract. And obviously we're looking at a six or 12 month contract down the line. Don't get me wrong, we don't know what's gonna happen, but we didn't know if people were gonna get made and done to be anyway.
0: No, of course While there's other
1: things behind the scenes. So the criteria itself hasn't changed. The landscape hasn't changed. The criteria, we're just trying to evolve it. You know, as people get cleverer and the world changes, then there's more things we need to be looking at anyway, in terms of sort of identity. There's more technology out there to be looking a bit more in depth into people and to make the process easier for them. You know, make it quicker and more simple for for agents and and tenants to go through it. So, but yeah, set the set criteria to to pass to make a decision on whether someone's suitable is the same, you know, it will always be the
0: same. It's just that their circumstance might have changed, right?
1: It might have changed, yeah, 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 yeah. And hopefully I'll like say that'll be a short And break. how
0: do you think um, the industry has changed now? So what differences have you seen, have you noticed with talking to clients and certainly what things have you are you doing differently um, than you were four months ago?
1: So we're not really doing anything differently because of COVID. Well, apart, from, let's say that in our office, what we're trying to do is make it a bit more flexible for staff actually, so for the guys, you know, we've, we've seen them all work from home for 12 weeks, successfully. So actually we're trying we're just trying something now making it more flexible where people, if they want to work from home a little bit, then we can facilitate it. If they want to kind of pick different shifts throughout the day, then we can facilitate that as well. So so internally we've we've seen a little bit of change because people have proved that we can do it and it works Mm -hmm. and the system doesn't break at all. So that's what we're doing there. Um in terms of the actual business itself, we haven't really changed anything because of COVID. We're just cracking on with our plans that we're, we're working on anyway. And we're working on basically a whole new system um we've used the last two and a half years since we launched really to get feedback to understand what people want to take as much advice as possible. And then now we've gone out and found all the new technology that's been developed over the time. And we're working on a new product that will launch that will just be head and shoulders above everything. And it will fight those things around like identity, you know, cause that's a massive thing that's on the increase. at the moment. So we'll be able to prove people using facial recognition technology. There's open banking, there's land registries, all sorts of things out that we can now access. To you so we're working on that and it's actually been a good time for us to get pretty much finished off and get some testing done then we we'll are looking to launch that pretty soon um as far as the wider world i think agents are probably going to look to be a lot more efficient um they found that actually uh video viewings are great and probably why should you not do those long term you know it's probably one of the biggest costs is sending someone out to go and do a viewing you know it's expensive labor fuel everything well let's see who's, who's serious and let's show them a good video of the property and see if it's actually suitable so yeah in our in our own agency, that's definitely something we'll stick with long term because it works, it's better for people actually. They haven't got time to go out of your property, you know, let them look at it online. And so it's safer one.
0: and and as you say, it's massively cost effective. I oh, mean huge. in yeah. our branches, we've been we've put in sort of digital applications and virtual viewings and it's cut mm-hmm. our viewings down by ninety percent. Wow. But we're yeah. still converting the same. I mean, you yeah. just you look at yourself and you think, Why, <laughs> why have we been doing this, right? And, uh,
1: yeah, I think I think probably before a lot of people didn't really understand the costs around a viewing, and it, it probably is the most expensive part. People look to save a few quid here and there on supplies and everything else, but actually paying a member of staff, send them out of the office all day, probably yeah. three quarters of the time he's driving, it's not, it's not effective. So that's definitely a change. And then a technology, you know, people have found new ways, they've become more efficient, they realise actually we need things like um, online signatures, we need online application processes, we need things where we don't ask to physically see someone or touch somebody. So I think people have used the time quite well to uh, look at their businesses, work out what they do and don't need, um, and what systems they need to put in place. Um, That might lead to a few redundancies, you know, it might actually do that. Or for some of probably more forward thinking agents, it might lead to moving people's job roles around and use them to go out and generate more business and look, look for ways of kind of increasing revenue rather than actually having to lose people. Yeah. So, yeah, I think that were the key learnings. Um, and like everything, the good agents, the proactive people will do well. Yeah. Because they'll be, they'll be looking for ways to change and develop, you know, and that, that'll carry on.
0: And something that you've learnt that you'll be doing differently now, moving forward, something that you've, you've thought, actually, this, is, this, this period of time has taught me this and I'm, I'm going to take this and, and move forward with it.
1: Me personally,
0: yeah,
1: I'm going to try and drink less wine because I've drunk a lot of, <laughs> a lot of wine during lockdown.
0: I just read really? something today actually <laughs> online that it says that the 3rd of July has now been christened Pissmas Eve. <laughs> 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 so I think everyone's on the countdown now for 4th of July. Right? They
1: are. There's been a big combination between number one, the sun's been shining, which makes me feel like I'm on holiday anyway. Uh, actually sat in the garden working, so I feel like I'm on holiday, so yeah. i probably have a glass of wine. So yeah, yeah, we'd like to cut that down a little bit. Um, But in in terms of work-wise, again, we just look to be a bit more flexible than everybody. And that, yeah that's probably the key learning it's,
0: i think a lot of people have realized that actually people will work from home like as in the worry that oh they're at home we don't know what we do they're doing we can't see them all the time that micromanagement that they're obviously never going to do anything The forcing everyone to do it people have actually gone oh hold on a minute yeah. it does work um yeah i think across the board people i speak to have been have felt like that
1: yeah yeah no 100 um, we, we looked at a few different models and things like that and
0: I read a study where they said,
1: actually, what you get productive-wise out of an average member of staff in the UK is probably about two and a half hours a day. Mm. So if you have got a member of staff who's working from and they're not working eight hours solidly in front of their computer, it's not the end of the world. If you get six productive hours, then that's, that's amazing, you know? So if you're good with people and let them kind of have a bit more freedom, then hopefully that will get repaid. And there yeah. are ways of tracking it and monitoring it and making sure people doing what they're doing, but you'll see it in performance anyway. So it isn't the risk, and everyone's probably had the same mindset to go, actually, yeah, you know what, it, it works
0: and something that's gone wrong i think you mentioned to me just before we were having a little bit of a chat about a sort of funny induction story with an agent uh something oh, that's yeah. gone wrong because we it's it's always very easy when especially when promoting businesses and things like that you go out there with an image of everything's great we're doing a great <laughs> job and but the reality is that that stuff goes wrong right
1: yeah so obviously <laughs> we the way that we kind of normally work anybody who wants to inquire about our business we normally do a quick online demo with them takes about half an hour running from start to finish, answer any questions, live screen share. Obviously that's now been facilitated from people's bedrooms, kitchens, or wherever, wherever <laughs> it might be. People are at home, they've got families, they've got kids, they've got pets in the background. So they've definitely been a lot more kind of lax than they were before, but-, but, but It's, it's okay, acceptable
0: but now, isn't it? On a Zoom for a child or I mean, a dog to appear and stuff definitely. like that, you yeah. Know,
1: we've got a new guy who's not been with us that long and he was doing a demo to this, com- I think they had six different branches all dialed into a Zoom call heads of department, everything were there, and uh he was wor- working away going through his demo, I think his daughter walked in the background holding up a pair of pants to say, Dad, I've, I've just pooed in these. Oh, yeah. but, but those people will never forget that demo, you know, that, that's- Nice. And so, yeah, so all, all sorts of things have been going on, but that's the way of the world, and it's, it's a lot more accepted now to, have a dog in the background answer your kids you know asking a question because actually that is the real world and that's how everybody actually works whether you try and hide it or not that, that's what's going on behind the scenes initially.
0: we are real people everyone's real and i think that that will do everyone actually a world of good, to be honest yeah. with you because we you know for a long time companies had to hide behind a corporate image of perfection and and that sort of thing and and you lose the fact that, that people are people and it's like you say that you you're at home, you've got kids, you've got pets, you've got, you know, you're a, you're a human. Mm-hmm. It, it It is acceptable, you know, whereas it wasn't three months ago. It's weird.
1: No, yeah, definitely. Definitely. You know, we had a lot of clients who would say, well, I need you to come to my office. I need you to come and do a presentation because they weren't open just to doing it online, but actually online, you can get just as much content. It's a lot more efficient. Again, you know, the cost saving for not only us going to visit a client, but us, but then having us in their office, the time it takes to do it, you know? So Doing those things are are, are all a lot more efficient and a lot better way of working. So, that will definitely change. So, most everyone now has has used video calling. If you hadn't used it before, you definitely have now, or or you've closed your business because you couldn't carry on. So simple as that, really
0: absolutely so what have you got to offer our agent rainmakers then simon we like to always try and put people on the spot and say what have you got for them our lovely members they're all so loyal and uh um is there anything you've got to offer them and if so how can they get in touch
1: actually yeah so we
0: love,
1: them. <laughs> we love rainmaker you know we've kind of we were involved from the very very start yeah. of our first kind of conference you guys had and we worked with loads and loads of guys in the group which is amazing and they are our best advocates. So they're literally just big us up online all the time, which is amazing. We really appreciate
0: it. We've just it. had Hannah White, who's one of our ARX members actually, just um, message saying, we've just switched to vouchers and so far has been excellent. So know, there you go.
1: Brilliant. No, that's good. So <laughs> what have we got to offer? Well, apart from a brand new product, which we'll be launching fairly soon, we're just trying to pick a date now. We were going to launch it. We were going to launch it at Agent Rainmaker, but you just moved that as well.
0: Can you give us a little bit more idea of what that is or is it hush, hush, secret, secret? No, it's
1: not hush, hush. No, it's just the most advanced referencing platform that will be out there. You know, it's using loads and loads of technology. It's facial recognition, scanning people, open banking, diving as wow. in. instant options on there. We'll be able to prove who people are. So, um, but also sticking around speed, we're keeping our kind of value price points there because they're really really key, and then also kind of generating loads and loads of new income for people as well. So, but we'll be shouting out about that quite a lot. But in the meantime, what we have got, which probably agents will want, is some like PPE. We've got some face masks, you know, some good quality face masks. We've got some contactless key rings. I haven't got any here, actually. Um, but we ha- we're sending them out to anybody. So anybody who wants any of that, literally drop us an email. Send an email into hello at voucher.co.uk. Um, and we need, your, obviously, your branch address. And we will fire you out some free PPE.
0: So
1: free guys, PPE, free wow. PPE, so you guys can be using it on demo um, viewings and stuff like that. Um, so we've got buckets of it downstairs. I think people are stuffing envelopes now actually. We sent out about a thousand sets last week. So um happy to send that out to anybody who wants it. So just shout in Anything. and we'll post it out away. Wonderful.
0: Thank you so, so much, uh, Simon. And uh thank you guys for watching.